Hello, everybody out there on the internet, the interwebs, whatever magical place we want to call it. My name is Michael, and this is the first episode of our Geek of the Week podcast series. Today, we're just going to explore a few things on basically going into the subject about that Supergirl episode that was leaked. And from there, we're going to hop around a little bit talking about other comic book TV shows, such as Arrow, Flash, Agent Carter. And then we're going to come back around and see, do we really care about the Supergirl TV show? It might not be what you think. Or does it have a chance? I mean... Give it a chance and see what it could happen. Let's see where this goes and how this conversation goes. For me, Michael, and my friend Bo in San Diego, this is Geek of the Week. I'm your freak of the So just let's just let's let's just go in there and just do that. All right, this is our first podcast. Uh, my name is Michael, and this is Bo. Yeah, that's what your name is. You forgot your name? No. <laughs> All right. And uh, this is our first podcast of Geek of the Week, where today is episode one, and we're talking about what are we talking about today? We are talking about the Supergirl TV pilot. Yeah, that was just leaked just recently, not too long ago. Like, uh, we're like a week or so off. Yes. We've given yeah. some time for to allow this to marinate a little bit. We've watched it, rewatched it, analyzed it, reanalyzed it, nitpicked it. Yes. And frighteningly enough, it didn't take long to nitpick. It's a TV show, so I mean, you know, this is not a first rodeo. And it's a pilot. So, you know, it's, you know, you got to give pilots a little bit of a leeway. That goes without saying, right? Exactly. The first thing I wanted to ask, Bo, like, in your opinion, you know, like, it was leaked. But before it was leaked, that trailer that it had didn't leave a good taste in a lot of people's mouth. And then all of a sudden, the episode was leaked. So I wonder, was it actually leaked or was that intentional? I think it was leaked legitimately. I know some yeah, of these so? some of these uh, p- uh, productions have a history of quote unquote leaking, um, and I wouldn't put it past any of them. But I think this one was j- legitimately. All right, you know, well, so no big conspiracy to, you know, like look at our show, we're good, you know, give us a chance. You fan, she's super, and she's a girl, and you like Man of Steel in the S, and you'll like her too. Well, some of us like Man know? of Steel, but I'll move on past that. Yeah, that that's a podcast in of itself. That's several podcasts. You can go in and of itself. You know. Uh, and I won't even go into what can't we sit on. But um, suffice it to say, in directly to your question in regards to the trailer the trailer did make a lot of people either scratch their heads or uh get agitated nervous and or annoyed 
Um, oh, that's a nice way of putting it. The w- w- way I was getting it, it was like everybody was like, "Oh my God, it's Ali McBeal in a cape!" Oh, uh, she's she's gonna be flying and then worrying about her dating habits and her looks, and she's gonna be stumbling all over her place. And in the meantime, she's gonna be smashing trucks by shouldering them. I believe the word that people used was SNL parody. Um, oh, you mean the Black Widow SNL parody? Yes. Okay, so like for people who aren't aware. Like a little while ago, Saturday night, Saturday Night Live, filmed here in New York City, um, was uh, did a, a bit, a skit of uh, what they thought Marvel would do with a Black Widow movie, and it was pretty much uh, it was a rom com. A rom com, yeah. yeah, it was a rom com, um, Black Widow movie thing. And uh, they, got Scarlett, they did get Scarlett Johansson to to do it, and I, yes, she was hosting that day. I think yeah, it was, and it was tongue in cheek, and and they had a lot of fun with it. And it was funny. It was funny. And then, not long after that, the Supergirl trailer is released, and it was kind of is this real? It's, or is this their own bit on what if DC did a Supergirl? Yeah, it's funny when it's a parody. It's not so funny when they're trying to be serious about it. When they actually do that, it's like, uh, And mind you, we, folks, we are talking specifically and strictly about the trailer, not the pilot at this point. Um, the trailer itself did have a very... The way it was produced and cut and edited made it seem much more rom-com-y than it probably intended. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, and we but we do know that often trailers are very separate from the production, and sometimes they are tonally absent. Well, we but needless, needless to say, the leak was very accessible, and we watched the episode. We did. Um, yes, we did. Guilty. 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 Very guilty. Um, very bad. Sensitive. Evil. Wrong. I'm gonna revoke my superhero license for this. Look. No pirating was done. We just, just watched it. Just, it was just, just available just online. It. And so I think I'll start with this. Uh, Tonally, I think that they sort of were grasping at a few different ideas for how to do the show. Um, The show itself didn't seem to have one very cohesive feel to it. And Say that again? The show didn't have one really cohesive feel to it. It felt like okay. several different ideas and or shows themselves. Uh, I, I got noise in my background. I One I, second. I can wait until they're done arresting that criminal. It's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you know, you know if, the Queen's crime scene is, you know, random. Blitzkrieg busts another one. Um, that Blitzkrieg's always busy. And you know he's just whooping that li- that siren just to break lights, right? Yes. You know, actually, tone was the first thing on my list too. So well, you're on point with we're, me. We're on the wavelength. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Uh, the <laughs> the tone seemed disjointed, um, and like one part of it felt uh, this is this is the origin. This is our are very sort of tropey, this is my story kind of feel. And the other parts of it felt like, you know, girl in the city 
please don't don't send angry uh, mail my way when I say the next couple of sentences. Uh, Gilmore Girls, kinda Ally McBeal, like it really did. Um, so you're saying it was basically like you feel like tonally it didn't know where it wanted to be, but it wanted to be everywhere at the same time. So it was like it was going to hit every button like you like superhero action. Here it is. You like girl action. Here it is. You like girl in Sex in the City action. Here oh. it is. You like Alec, McBe- Alec McBeal was a hit. Here it is. Uh, uh, Felicity. That it felt like kind of Felicity. Felicity. OK. Like, uh, small town girl in the big city. Um, meet her, her friends and her co-workers. And oh, by the way, she's just happens to be a bulletproof flying Kryptonian uh, superhero, sort of. But not all right yet. now, what, but but yeah, so it was uh, like I, I I kind of agree with you. Yeah, that was really like tonally off. But I th- I think you're kind of nice on how tonally off it was. I, I felt like it was like tonally missed the mark. Jarring because I would use like the word jarring. Yeah, th- yeah jarring. Yeah, I agree with <laughs> because it was it, it's tonally it was a sh- it was a buckshot. It just like shot its target everywhere, but focused on nothing. Yeah, they're, they're, like a sh- yeah, I, I got to agree. It wasn't really focused on any one sort of element or plot point. But but the action the, about the it action and how like. was it? I, I, I enjoyed the action. I can't complain. The action? Okay, I'll give it. All right. Yeah, the action was good. Also, but but I'll say that some of the pacing in the action was a little disjointed also. Okay, the pacing in the entire thing was disjointed. I mean, I, I'm going to come out and say it. So you don't think that you don't think that's specific to no, the action? No, I don't, because... Dis- all right, uh, spoilers. It, Shame on you, director. Spo- Shame on you. you oh, you're going to go into spoiler spoiler territory. Spoiler abound, and I'll try to be as vague as possible, but a little bit of... Dude, this. hold on. This is a big spoiler. This this episode isn't going to be officially released till like, November. Yes. Um, All right, so super spoilers. So, so be warned. No pun intended. The next couple of parts is going to be a bit spoilery. Um, there were parts where she's sort of processing her costume elements... And even that felt Ooh. sort of, uh, what's the word we like to use uh, when they're just sort of going through a series of actions without actually doing them and going through the whole steps? Montage. Montage, yeah, montage. Yes, yeah. very, very montage. I was going to say Rocky. They Rocky did. Uh, exactly, montage. Um, no, montage. They, they montaged a lot of stuff. And Dude, but you know what? What's worse is I felt it was also pandering. It was like, here's girl stuff, and you know, you girls will like it, right? Because you're because girls. you're girls, and you know, this is girl stuff, right? Like with extra R's and uh, yeah, not so much. You know, um, I can't imagine you like. I, uh, okay, uh, but, but the action was solid at some points and I you know like going further into spoilers I do like the subtext that the the, the, the little how they're setting up their freak of the week action mm-hmm. because they're like because you know how this is going to go because she spoiler alert uh, I don't know how many times I'm going to say it she busted out of the phantom zone and with it she exploded the super super prison out with her and like well w- criminals are out I, 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 I would super I would criminals editing, we can just say bad guys 
followed. Um, yeah, bad guys followed. Yeah, she broke out of her prison, out of the Phantom Zone, and bad guys followed with her, and they're organized. So she and they're going to target her. But so that's, that's that's a uber spoiler for later. But uh, yeah, look, I, I wanted, I want, I do want to talk about what I think they got right. Because I don't want people to think I'm just... Yeah, does it have potential? Does it have potential? It could, but it's going to need a lot of work. Um, I don't want people to think I'm sandbagging on Supergirl or um, any of the people... She can carry it. She's Supergirl. She can carry the sandbags. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, By the way, not to cut you off, but seriously, I didn't... I like the fact that Superman existed in our world. It just felt kind of like on the cheek with how they showed it, though. Yes. Um, yeah. And really, does Supergirl have to be shy about a guy she's attracted to? How? Just Does she? Does she? I mean, even Superman's not like, I wouldn't say he's shy. He just doesn't know how to approach it because he was kind of, he kind of isolated himself. But she wasn't. She grew up with like a sibling in an adopted family for a while, well, they, you know? they do cover that element, too. I mean, like, the so question... So why is she so but yeah, you, gun-shy you, with You bring up a point. Relationships. You do. Um, is it she's playing up the fact that she's supposed to be awkward to hide herself, or is she just awkward? It felt like she was genuinely awkward, which is that was bothered me, because unlike Clark, good old Clark, he was an only child... With a family unfamiliar with raising a child in a farm in the middle of nowhere while she was raised with a sibling, an adopted sibling with an adopted family, and she had exposure in a small town. She wasn't on a farm or anything like that. They, they, You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, and I do want to touch on that, too, and I'm glad you brought that Since up. Since she was like 12, right? I, I, Am I correct? About that. I do want to bring up something. Um, they do bring up the fact that she has a family uh uh, an adopted sibling adopted mom and dad which by the way i will say my hat's off i appreciate the fact that uh her adopted mom and dad are in fact played by two actors who are famous for being superheroes yes um yes we won't mention who we won't mention who because that's a big spoiler but it's really cool and i really do appreciate it um shout out it it is a nod and an homage and i i do thank uh, Greg Berlanti and Ali Alder, uh, who basically are the writer producers of this, um, for that particular nod. I mean, it's appreciated. Um, I do know a lot of people who are excited to see it because uh, they haven't seen it yet. Are excited. Hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Uh, for some strange reason, no matter again, what, Blitz no matter Creek, how long we're going, again? all the sirens are deciding to go through. My neighborhood, only when we start recording. Blitzkrieg's at it again. It's one mm. busy, busy dude. One second. Yeah, go on. Okay. Um, so, yes, I, I will thank Greg Berlanti, Ali Alder, and Andrew Kreisberg, uh, who are the writers and producers of Supergirl, um, for making the nod. Uh, the homage, the sort of recognition that there have been super uh, hero shows for DC before this, TV series at that, um, and movies, and including these actors in this. Um, I hope that we see more of them later, and I look forward to that part. 
Which sort of brings me to my next point, which is I do know that this will get at least a season. I'm positive. It's going to get a season. I, I hope it does. I want it to work past that. By the way, Bo, as a note, this will be edited out. As a note, anytime noise starts picking up in my background, you take over the conversation. Because remember, your sound is isolated from okay, mine. Okay, not a problem. All right. Um, I, I do have – I'm positive they will give this at least one season to see how it does. Um, and I, I hope that they do so much more – with the series than just the pilot because if they leave it at the tonality and pacing of the pilot it's going to be a rough season yeah I hope they don't do the typical thing and be like oh this failed because you know shows with lead ladies that are superheroes don't work because that no no, no, I don't even think that would be the case at this point Mike I think uh, if you look at Constantine, no, that, hold on. If you look at Constantine, they can that after a season, and it has nothing to do with the fact that it's a female lead. I just think. Yeah, I know that, but they can that after a season because they missed the mark on many levels, and. But I'm, that's a that's a, that's a discussion for another time. But I'm talking about like, um, with movie releases. Uh, with movie releases with things like this where the woman is a lead or with the TV shows like the Wonder Woman show, one of their things is like, oh, that didn't succeed because, you know, a female-led TV show can't support itself if it's about superheroes in action. And and they forget, like, things like Buffy landed and not because it was a cult classic thing before it started, but because it was actually done well. Meanwhile, Wonder Woman, that, that pilot really missed, like, every mark. Well, there's there's no. a lot of reasons for and that. And Supergirl is doing the same thing. No, I'm not going to say that yet. Um, because it has the action. It does have the action. Look, uh, without going too deep into the Wonder Woman uh, TV pilot, that thankfully didn't happen. Um, Although I would have liked uh, Adriana Padalecki for another shot at Wonder Woman, though. You take your shots. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... Here, here's the thing. I'm, I want very much to address the things that I did like about the pilot. Um, Go for I don't want to just stick on the things that that bothered me about it. Um, I did like, for example, uh, their attempt to sort of show the city that she's in. They tried to sort of uh, give a nod to uh, capes with super uh, superpower cape people. Uh, you know, the bank robberies and the disasters and, you know, all those sorts of elements. Like, uh, they didn't just rule it out because she's a girl. They're like, here you go. Here's some action. Here's some bad guys. Um, here's guys with machine guns and this and that. Like, they, they definitely said, she's a superhero. Uh, she's bulletproof. Go at it, you know? And I appreciated that. Um, I appreciated the fact that they... Uh, took some time to address her costume because, believe it or not, her costume is rife with contention. Um, as a comic character, her character is rife with contention. Uh, like, Yeah, because she's kind of like, why is she called Supergirl? Isn't she an adult? <laughs> there's that. Uh, there's the fact that uh, she, like many other heroes who have been around for a while, have had multiple costume changes and styles and iterations and she's always gone back to her dated version right she almost always comes back to that um 
And the dated version is kind of outdated. You're flying around in a in a in a in a schoolgirl skirt, girl. I mean, like drafts. Uh, I'm 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 not gonna say <laughs> I'm not a fan of that look because uh, Turner, Michael Turner, has always been one of my favorite artists, and I think he did one of the better uh, Supergirl looks. Yes, he did. But when you see that in a show, it's a completely see, a drawing, a drawing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can control the physics of everything quite well, but. In reality, when that skirt's in motion, what are we doing? Is she going to have it, like, tacked to her stockings or something like that? They're going to be, like, lead weights in the cloth or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it definitely does have potential. It has good points that say, let's give it a chance with the season. But there is a whole boatload of other comic book TV shows coming out there and running by them real quick, I think you know a definitive list of them. Like, how many? What, what do we oh, got? Oh, goodness. There's a bunch. There's got to be at least 30 plus right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's not just – and that's not limited only to, like, the Arrow, the Flash, Agent yeah. Carter, upcoming shows like um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow and other things that are getting – put out there but there's other shows like powers through uh uh playstation um there's uh whatchamacallit uh uh what else is coming out well, if, uh, if i do the, the, the quick scan search there on the interwebs and let's say i just tag uh go through den of geek here uh they got shows like uh legends of tomorrow krypton i'm coming back to krypton please put a pin in krypton Oh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, just, no, just let's not Jones, talk about that now. Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Oh, those Netflix shows. Mm. Marvel Defenders, Daredevil. Lucifer. Mm, uh, that'll be uh, Vertigo's Lucifer from uh, Fox. Empire. Of I want to do a pre-talk on Lucifer. Yeah. Uh, George Romero's Empire of the Dead, which. Oh, so excited! Uh, Sex Criminals, The Wicked and the Divine. Okay, pause on Sex Criminals. Did you actually read that Matt, Frac- Matt, Matt Fraction comic? Yes. That was really good. It's not what you think. And um, very unique. I, very unique. It is exactly what it says, but it's not what you think. It It is not what you think, and it is a very interesting uh, Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Uh, Wicked and the Vine, Infinite Horizon, uh, Vixen will also... Uh, who's going to be in the Arrow oh, Flash sister. universe, by the way. Oh, so they're finally, like, you know, going to put another person in the Arrow Flash universe. So this is, like, 35-plus. But the caveat there is she's only going to be on animated series. Oh, Vixen? Yes. It's going to be animated. Yep. Online only hmm. animated series, by the way. I don't know, man. I think they should have went for broke for I that. I think they should have, too, but... I. I think they want to sort of test the waters on her because as an it's yeah, you know property, what? That's again as known. But see, that's again another hesitance on female lead thing there. I don't like that, man. I mean, like, because let's face it, really, to, it was Arrow that known? Uh, to be fair, Mike, he at least is better known than, say, Vixen or... Is, she, is he? They were both in the Justice League cartoons. Yeah, the Justice League and Justice League United stuff. Um, and they were both... Uh, no, he wasn't in Justice League. He was in Justice League Unlimited. Unlimited. And so was she. And they both had, like, a lot of 
No, I mean, she was in a major relationship with uh, um, the Green Lantern. Uh, again, um, she was featured in like I think six episodes, flat out. But when you look at DC's animated body of work, Mike, they've actually given Arrow a couple of uh, micro stories and stuff like that. Gave him one. They gave him one. I think it was two. I thought it was two. Nope, they gave him one with Merlin in the airport with the princess. Okay, yeah. Um, one. And honestly, uh, here's the thing: he's there. We both know he's their chance to do Batman without Batman. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> Screw Batman. I, I, well, I'll talk about Arrow later. <laughs> later but Because uh, that, oh, I got, you don't want to hear my Batman opinion. I know you are a super Batman lover. Because uh, I'm Batman. That's all we Yes, do. because I'm Batman. Um, yes. Also, uh, Outcast, also, uh, which is done by uh, Kirkman, Robert Kirkman, who's done The Walking Dead. He's going to do uh, Outcast also. Shoot right past that to my favorites like DMZ and uh, Scalp. Dread Star. I can't. I can't. W- Dread. Isn't Dread Star an old comic? Yep. Yeah, that's that's like- Jim Starlin's stuff, and yes, it is. And yes, they're going to probably make a go of it too. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And a lot of. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I just want to get back on subject here with uh, Supergirl. Okay, uh, you don't um, want me to go through this whole list here, but yeah, because I'm gonna I'm gonna geek out on all of it, and we've only got one 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 shot at talking about geek stuff. Okay, for I did want week. to mention also uh, for the fandom, uh, Peggy Carter is coming back for a season two. Woohoo! Um, and she is a strong female lead character, so go Marvel, uh, Daredevil. I do also have to say also that Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm did a much better second season so all of you guys that abandoned it on first season jump good choice to abandon it but go back second season go back second season on. second season totally worth it because i understand why everybody left because it was like oh my god this show is so it, it has picked up i've plotting I watched the entire time and the first season was like a lot of first seasons for shows a lot of world building and very slow um yeah I mean, I had a problem with Arrow's first season because I was just tired of the freaking drama. I mean, we were able to accept it because we looked at it as it was a satire on the freaking emotional drama. Because, like, dude, I was trapped on an island and I just got back and you guys were giving me so much drama. (laughs) And I will. (laughs) Like, seriously, I was dead for five years and I just got back. Why are you up my butt over this stuff? You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, that first season, his family was just so like, yeah, so you're back. And, and, and <laughs> you I'd know? feel remiss if I don't mention what I would uh, would argue contentiously would be the superhero series uh, for uh, this last year, which is Daredevil. Oh, um, like it is by and that far we should just one of the best comic to uh, small screen character stories that I've seen in a long time. Oh my god, so much stuff to talk about. And of course, Gotham, Arrow, Flash, iZombie, Powers. So much stuff. It's it's iZombie, oh my god. (laughs) iZombie. I I just finished watching the entire season. Like, I saw the last episode just the other day. And I gotta tell you, 
that show started like, you know, the typical freak of the week stuff. Oh my God, what, what case do we got? It was a procedural. It wasn't even freak of the week. It was a procedural thing every week. And then it took a wonderful turn and the story just started ramping up and it kept its humor while really, while really maintaining a, a drama that you didn't expect it to go to and things got dark without getting grim dark, thankfully. Mm. I, I, I hate the combination. Speaking of uh, dark and grim dark, also the strain. Is another mm. uh, comic to uh, TV series also. Grimdark. Grimdark. Um, but we want to get back to Supergirl. So we will be talking at length uh, later on, uh, possibly another podcast, because there's a lot. Yeah, we'll get to that stuff later. Yeah, because so definitely content. we got to go back to that. Yeah. Um, which version of Supergirl is That's this? That's the billion-dollar question, isn't it? Um, is it their own? Is it one of the uh, – what is it? How many versions of Supergirl are there? not including any version of Power Girl. So that was the other question I was going to ask. Are we going to get a Power Girl? But um, you never know. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, yes, I'm pro Power Girl. Yes, and yes, it does have a lot to do with the logo window. Now, I, I, do, th- <laughs> I do think it's important to mention that Supergirl has been around for a long time. Um, yes. Supergirl is not some flash in the pan. Uh, her first appearance was in Action Comics 252 back in May of 1959. So she's had some time to sort of season and marinate as a character. Um, she's easily had uh, Silver Age appearances, Bronze Age, Modern, um, from comics. And she's. What are they calling this age of comics? The Modern Age. Okay. What happens when it's not the modern age anymore? The, uh, the soon-to-be modern age. Um, the question about which Supergirl they're drawing from is a very interesting question. And I have a few interesting hypothesis on it. And it stems from the fact that they're talking about doing a Krypton TV series also. Shoot, bro. So... Okay, we know clearly Man of Steel is movie, and he's their DC big guy, and he's never. They're not going to give him another uh, TV series because they want. Oh, just on a side, just on a side, just so people know, we are nowhere near each other. My my bro's all the way in like San Diego. I'm here in New York. Yes, we're doing this so, over uh, internet. Uh, I'm three over three thousand miles away in San Diego, California, and he is in. My original home city of New York City, New York. NYC. Um, we've known each other forever, and we will continue yeah. to do so. Yes. Um, I don't know. I'm getting past decades now. Um, Wh- which version do you think it is? So, okay. Uh, I, I, I need to pre-preface this a little bit by saying if they're going to do a Krypton the series and they're going to address uh, Krypton before it blows up then that very much limits and narrows if they tie it together and this is a big F and I wouldn't doubt it um, that sort of limits and narrows which Supergirls they could be drawing from because not every Supergirl was from Krypton and not every Supergirl (laughs) is tethered to that origin story very true. For example, Very true. there was a Supergirl who was, in fact, a shapeshifter. 
<laughs> true story. She, Holy balls. She was a shapeshifter and And an angel. Wasn't she also an it angel? It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. It was the nineties, right? Yeah. Was that the nineties? Uh she was also became the granddaughter of an Atlantean sorcerer named Arion. Um <laughs> I feel like the nineties in comics was like the eighties of that movies. Was <laughs> yeah, I mean like there's also, you know, the Earth 2 counterparts and, like, it's comics. Um, yeah, so which version do you think this is? Like, like you, you got me sitting here in suspense. I want to hear what your theory is. Okay, so I believe she is going to be a, po- a pre-crisis uh, Supergirl. Not post. Mm. Uh, Post crisis uh, makes for complications. You mean straight up his cousin? Yes. Straight up his cousin. Mm-hmm. She was rocketed to protect him. You know, like they said in the show. Yeah. Basically, uh, without spoiling things, they very much threw uh, that. This is not a spoiler. It's like the first five minutes of Actually, the show. Actually, yeah, it's even on the trailer. Um, <laughs> exposition. They sort of cover um, who, where she comes from, who she is, and why she's there. Um, okay, so it's like pre-crisis Supergirl. That's what you think. That's a theory. That is a theory. But probably not pre-crisis Supergirl's powers. Correct. Um, but here's the thing I want to ask. Just getting off of this, I want to I want I want to get around to the nitty gritty of the whole thing because mm-hmm. I want your opinion on this. Do we care? I do. All right. I mean, is she? Is, are, are we concerned with the? The plots we're going to get out of a Supergirl story? Is that the thing we're going for? I mean, like, I know I personally care. I just want to know, like, was this the character to pick out of the myriad of DC characters that they hopefully have that has never seen a screen? Is Supergirl the one? She could be. And if she wasn't, like, if they went for another one, who would you like them to have gone for? Oh, for DC? For TV? Yeah, DC for TV. Oh, that's easy. I would have gone with Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah. Woman? They tried that, No, dude. they didn't. No, 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 no. You're right. No, you're right. They didn't. No, no, no. No, 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 no. The casting director did. Are you going to draw the Ultron out of me? No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, that's not right. That's not right. Where's my body? <laughs> and you think that was on the list of uh, the things that Ultron saw within yeah, two yeah. minutes he, on he the internet? Yeah, through the internet. He saw the trailer for Supergirl, the pilot. No, no, no. Sorry. No, the pilot oh, for sorry, Wonder no, Woman. No, Wonder Woman pilot. No, 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 no. And that just added to his, it's like, all, the world's got to go. All wrong. It's um, all wrong. Look, when you get David E. Kelly, who's best known for doing uh, neurotic lawyer uh, TV series and say, here's Wonder Woman, uh, you know, a, a feminist icon. What could go wrong? Uh, <laughs> everything. Like, okay, I'm good. You, you know what? I think on the docket, I want to discuss Wonder Woman in length down the road. Okay. As one of the rare male Wonder Woman fans. You're not the only one. I know, I know, but one of the rare outspoken male Wonder Woman fans. I will say, she's I can not think my of, favorite. I think of at least one other outspoken male Wonder Woman fan, but 
I, I'm sure you can. <laughs> I, um, what's it called? Not to say that she's my favorite character, but I adore her as a character for what she was as a character. Not necessarily what she has become, but what she was. Um, and, you know, like, my opinions may be skewed over years. I don't know. Your mind lies to you after a while. Um, okay. But that and so many things we got to talk about down the road. But I think we've plumbed the, the depths of what we can about Supergirl. Well, I, I think right? just about. Um, I did. Yeah. I did want to ask you. Um, well, to, to double back a little bit. Um, Go shoot. Here's why I think it's important to understand which Supergirl I think they're they're dealing with. And, Why is that? Well, okay. Pre-Crisis Supergirl, if you'd go with that, um, half of Krypton survives the explosion. Uh, Superman, Supergirl, Crypto, Phantom Zone, Criminals, the city of Kandor, all these sorts of things are very relevant um, to her. And then the question becomes, if that's a Supergirl they're going with, will they use those elements in her storyline? Um, the, the bottled city of Kandor... Uh, some of Krypton surviving. Do they go back to that? Do they tie that into the Krypton series? Like, it, it very much colors and impacts the direction that they'll take with the show, their choices, why and who. Um, okay. So that's why I think that is important. Uh, I think she had a myriad of, like, weird villains through her run alongside Superman, which will make it interesting. And as long as they don't get into the weird relationship that her and Superman I'm had. I'm not even going to get into that. She has she has Sexington Steel, Jimmy Olsen to draw all of her attention right now, sir. Yeah, this is true. This, They're Jimmy Olsen. really should be talking about. Alright, look, look. I, oh, Sexington Steel, you did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. Really? Him We're surprised Sexington. why. <laughs> Oh, you're so dirty. Oh, boy. For all those who get the joke out there, you know who you are. If you, if, if, if you got, if you got <laughs> yeah. the reference to Lexington Steel, you're clearly over a certain age age limit. Yeah, wow. Uh, and we know what you're watching. Okay, but wow. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy. Jimmy. No, yes. not anymore. It's, no. no, it's not Jimmy. He's he's. James, James Olsen. James Olsen. James Olsen. You, that's, that's what he prefers to be called. James, James Olsen. Olsen. Only the big guy gets to call me Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> 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 right, James. Just the big guy, huh? Yeah, he's old-fashioned. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, um, the reason why we're both talking yeah, about we... this is because Jimmy Olsen is going to be one of those interesting characters. And he's actually one of the reasons why I will probably go back. Um, yes, because this is a refreshingly different Jimmy Olsen because I'm sorry. Kind of sick of the really shy guy Jimmy Olsen photographer dude. You're like, dude, you know Superman. All right? Get up here. All right? Now, to give you an idea of who we're talking about, who's... I understand him being shy and weird around Superman still, yeah, but wow. To everybody else in the world, I am Superman's best friend, so... Yeah. Back off, guys. Um, He's being played by uh, 
Makad Brooks, who's uh, an actor uh, and former fashion model, little known fact. Um, he's known for his roles as like Matthew Applewhite in the second season of Desperate Housewives. <laughs> okay, stop. That's all stop, you needed, huh? Stop. Stop. Yeah, that's all I needed. His name was Michael Applewhite. Matthew Applewhite. And Matthew Applewhite. Dude, this guy, his roles are of clever names, obviously. He was also he also played and, uh, T.K. King in the USA series Necessary Roughness. So, I mean, like, he's a strapping dude. All right. He is a tall drink of strapping water. He is a good looking Yeah, big man. strapping brown man of action. Big strapping brown man of action. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you purists out there are going to go, wait, what? That's right. He's a <laughs> what happened to your little freckled-haired, uh, exactly. uh, 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 soulless redhead guy? Right. Well, first of all, redheads are not soulless. They are not. Two, um, Jimmy Olsen was kind of dated. Uh, I guess he's the actor they were looking for. I, you know, I mean, he could have still been the, the freckle-faced redhead guy, but I guess they've said, you know, let's be jarring with this and make him James Olsen. Ex-pro football player, ex-desperate housewives bait, James Olsen, the only heart that can steal Supergirls. Yeah, okay. Anyway, you know what? It's also a little, it might be a little, I don't know, mm. well, <laughs> much. We both watched the pilot, and her reaction when she saw him was all dimples. Um, big smile. Yeah, it was kind of... But that was also a problem I had with it. It's like, okay, so you're Supergirl and... Pause? What? Why, why pause? Seriously. You're Supergirl. Come on. Seriously. The pilot is an origin pilot, to, to be She's fair. She's Supergirl. I don't care. I don't care if, you know, there's a light glow coming from his pants. You know, you're still Supergirl. <laughs> All right? Oh, we had to go there, huh? Yeah, no, seriously, come on. You know, they, they took all, like, forthright... Okay, I'm getting preachy, but they took kind of forthright agency from the girl as far as her being independent and strong in any way, shape, or form, and she can bench press mountains. Like, the come on. The bench press mountains does not change the fact that clearly she's been living in a closet for the last, I don't know, 10 years But or she wasn't. But she wasn't. They established that she grew up with a pair you know, her, her sibling. And she was, while she was in a small town, she was in a town. She wasn't in a farm separated from life. <laughs> All right? No, no. Um, but she was also trying to lay low. And purposely, they said she wanted to live a quote-unquote normal life without all the superpowers and to just try to be a normal person. That was her choice. Didn't take much for her to take a turnaround on that, did it? No, but it wouldn't be a superhero yeah. show if it didn't. So I'm not going to knock that one too hard. All right, whatever they got to do to not write themselves in a corner on that one. I hope this show actually comes back and gets like a fair shake season. And I hope the season's like better than the pilot, but keeps the strength the, that the pilot so had. So this brings me to Definitely. My, my final question, because uh, we could probably go on and on and on about the show. Um, there were a lot of interesting bits to it, interesting parts. Yes, there were aliens in it that weren't Supergirl. There were bad guys. They hinted at a shadowy uh, villainous problem later down the line. 
Uh, and, and, and Argus is here. Argus is there. Uh, there will be an arch enemy, and an, an enemy down the line for her who knows who she is. All these things. They play up her superpowers. Um, they borrowed so heavily from. And all right, they borrowed heavily from a lot of things. Yeah, well, they borrowed heavily from the movie, like. Right down to her going, oh, you can only hear, only you can hear this at this decibel range and all this sort of stuff. Um, the that's like a straight super person trope. It, it, it's Superman. a super guy trope. Like you know, you can hear only you can hear this sub frequency. Uh, there's a play. Didn't they do that in the Supergirl movie too? Hold on, I'll check with the resident ex expert on the Supergirl movie. Um, expert in Supergirl's movie. Did they actually also, like, send a frequency? In Supergirl's movie, did they send a frequency that only she could hear in her movie? Yeah, well, she believes so. She doesn't know for certain, but she believes so. She's fairly certain. Um, but I mean, like that, the, the plane stuff, all of it, it's very, you know, if you have an S on your chest, these are the things that's going to happen. And my question to you finally is... My question to you finally is, what is it you think they can do to make it better? Because nothing's perfect. What elements do you think they need to, to add or take away to make it a much better series than the pilot? Well, one, first, her every concern needs to not be dating or how she's viewed at. Um, the unidentified guy crushing after her Hey, let's make it that she actually does know he's crushing, but she's also not into it because she's not dumb. It's kind of obvious. Um, you know, those little tropes that kind of died in the mid to late 90s on TV shows that they constantly do with people. I mean, I'd like to think as a Kryptonian who rapidly processes information at a superior rate that she could pick up on a lot more social cues, considering she's had this job for a bit. You know, and she's interacted with people even more than Clark has when he was at this stage. So I'd like her to have like more social nuance, like not be the rare, not be the, 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 the one lagging behind when it comes to the social interactions. Like I'm not saying her be the charming, uh, you know, the equivalent of a charming Lex Luthor, but let her be a person, you know, a person. Does she have to, why does every, like lead girl that has to do with any like in the city kind of story have to be so freaking helpless. Yeah, the city's amazing. The city's great, but I've worked with tons of women who like come into the city. Yeah, we got it. The city's big. Wow, I'm amazed that the city has this. But you know what? I can get by my day-to-day -day living socially because you know, like just like everybody else, high school was a nightmare and I was able to actually pull through it on my own. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, that basic thing. Cause you know what? People are cruel, but they're really cruel in high school, right? I mean, and and they have un, no checks there. And yeah, like so, let her be thrown by people who are over cruel from that level, or or the or or certain social cues, like when it comes to like like I like the interaction with her and Argus up until they were like 
scram, kid. This is this is a real person's but She's Supergirl. Who are you telling her to scram? Like seriously? She's a bulletproof you... flying Kryptonian. Why don't you want to use that? <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, they they do on some level, I guess, touch on it just a little bit. Um, but no, look, like, look, okay, in the Arrow, not to compare it to the Arrow, but in the Arrow, you know, Ali is an un, an unchecked variable for Argus, but when he's available to use, they will use him, because while he's an unchecked variable, he's a phenomenally trained, skilled combatant and a soldier that they didn't have to spend cash on. But he's also not use super him. powered, so that's less of an argument, because... I, I yeah, say, it's less of an yeah. argument because now she's super powered and, and they could they're like, OK, we got these people that we got to make billions of dollars of devices to have or we could just support her and have her beat them while we get closer to her. Because that's another thing is like they're worried about her. If she was working with them, she'd be closer to them so they could actually get a better study of her and they actually can map out her weaknesses and ergo through her Superman's weaknesses much better instead of coming off like they threw all their cards out on the table and said like we don't like you we don't like aliens get your alien butt out of here and we're gonna handle this ourselves because we're humans Argus, and that's what we do America, America. you know come on <laughs> like that wasn't even savvy I I, so, I, I can't I, I can't you know so you think like, they, I'll need, go on. they need to focus more on her as a person a character a developed individual because those were the weak points of the show let's face it the weak points of the show was basically it was a bad Ally McBeal episode basically it was a bad Felicity episode and, and you know basically eh, but the action was good and you know so if you could go eh, but the action was good you need to work on everything else Plain and simple. You need to work on everything else. Now, to be fair, it is a pilot. Yes. Okay. I Yeah, I will go back to that. Yes, it is a pilot. And pilots are... Notorious. By and large, usually notoriously atrocious. And that's why I say, give it a chance. I agree with you. Just give it a give chance. Them, let's give it a chance. Let them let's run. see what they shake and I out. And I think this leak was a good thing because... Like, like with this leak, it'll have them do a temperature taking of everything. And so, like, they could be well into filming the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth episode. And, like, around the tenth episode, there'll be a tonal change of the show. Yeah, because that's, that's the other thing I was going to bring up. Now, I agree with you uh, very much that they need to focus on her as a person. Um, I find it odd that she doesn't have any friends outside of her sister. And the weird guy who wants to date her just because he wants to date her, um, <clears throat> which is like, do you have a reason other than because you really he clearly doesn't know much about her. Um, but then, yeah, does he even obviously he does not know her, but that's going to change. So and now all he knows about her is that she's super. Yes. Uh, so he's going to man crush on her and that'll probably go nowhere because James is there. Um, no, it'll go somewhere because, you know, that's the sexual tension that has to be made in all of these shows. Guy, girl, whatever. The, there needs to be sexual tension because that's what keeps people gripped into the drama. But without going... You without understand that. Without... They need... No, they need... We got to get back on the sexual no, tension. No, we don't. It's necessary. Necessary for a show. No, it's, it's, no it's I not. agree. Dump, dump. You don't need the sexual tension to be the lead of your show. 
Um, you need the lead of your show to be the lead of your like show. It, it works for Vampire Diaries. Let's leave it with Vampire Diaries. Um, Does it? <laughs> but what I will say is, yes, some char- some core character development is very necessary for her. Um, the pacing definitely needs to be sort of worked out. Focus direction needs to happen. And at the end of the day, I I very much hope that people give it more than just a couple of episodes. Um, TV series, even good shows, uh, good, like, really popular series, uh, notoriously the first handful of episodes in a season. Hell, even the first, like, half a season on some shows. Uh, for example, Grimm. Grimm is a show a lot of people like. The whole first half a season was very slow and very badly paced and very plotting. Uh, and it took a while for it to get its feet from, feet under it. So Not every show can be Sleepy Hollow. Not every show can be Sleepy Hollow. So give it a bonkers. chance. Let it work itself Sleepy out. Bonkers. Uh, watch it. Sleepy give them your feedback. We'll cross our fingers. And I will continue to hope beyond hope that I get you know, a Wonder Woman series called Amazon uh, <laughs> that I will co-write, get some credit for, and, you know. You could totally write it. I could totally write it. And it would have to have Lucy Lawless as Hippolyta because reasons, damn it. Because um, reasons. reasons. I love you, Lucy Lawless. Yeah, seriously, we cover every ground we can on this, and I'd like to just wrap this up and get out of here. This was our first like little Geek of the Week podcast. Uh, first segment, Supergirl, and we we leave it with give it a chance. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. And uh, if after you've given it a chance, after full season, and they still bite, ah, dump it. You know, no loss. There'll be others. Uh, like us, love us, uh, like us some more. Uh, give us your feedback. We will be inserting somewhere in here. Uh, I mean, I'm very needy, like me, yeah. This is Michael here, and I'd like to give a thanks to the guys at Thunderstruck Studios and the amazing band Freak Kitchen for lending us their song Freak of the Week for our intro. And I'd also like to thank Adrian for being there and giving me our wonderful outro. Thank you. You guys know who you are. Oh yeah, anytime you can, check out check out Thunderstruck Studios and any page you can find Freak Kitchen on. They are amazing. See ya.